Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's my Obama, oh, baby. Welcome back, gang. Episode 36. Is it 36? Is it 37 of High Drop? Christ's sake. 37 with Vinny Fiaco, one of my favorite people. baby and Vinny's one of my favorite people and that's one of my favorite bands of all time Cherub with La Casa del Obispo which I don't even know exactly where they get that song name and what that's about but it reminded me of a time I was like what song should I use for this day me and Vinny are kind of like a couple of old dogs Vinny Fiaco is our guest today he's like just a legend if you're if you're in the community you probably have known him for a while actually he just one of those people that just gets in a community and just instantly brightens up the whole energy in the room because he's just hilarious. He's from New York, Long Islander, and uh, he was doing Ultimate Frisbee. He got into parkour around the same time I did back in the day, and we were listening to this song. We were listening to a lot of Chera back in the day, and we used to really hang out more. We had more of our heyday almost, and uh, you know he's been living in Denver. I've been doing my thing up in Boulder, but it was really good to reconnect again with Vinny. And uh, I can't, I can't wait to to have him on again. I think you guys are gonna laugh your ass off. Like he's such a funny dude, um, and and he's one of the owners at Denver Apex, Apex Denver, um, and he's. He's also, yeah, as you'll find out, he's got a couple other gigs on the side that he's, he's just like, he's a worldly guy. He's been involved in the Ultimate Frisbee, um, which actually never came up, but he's like a big player in that community as well. And then he does, you know, he's an avid video gamer. Like we talked about some of the things that he does as a talent booking or talent agent for e-gamers. So, or e-sports athletes, I guess, or e, I don't know. I guess, I don't know if they called athletes, but people who play video games professionally. Um, and we talked a lot about gym stuff and we talked a lot about just goofy shit. Fanny packs came up. I mean, just, I know you're going to love it. Uh, Vinny's the man and, uh, thank him very much for coming on. Check out the links in the description. If you want to find anything that we talked about or for Vinny's information and, uh, just as a few housekeeping updates again, real quick, I'm putting all the video uploads on the height drop channel now. So it's not going to be on my own channel. I had it up my own, my own like Brandon Douglas channel. And, uh, I don't know. I felt like that was the right thing to do. I don't know what the fuck the right thing to do is. So I'm switching to H the height drop channel though. Cause I feel like it should all just kind of live in a height drop area ultimately. And, uh, I just kind of thought maybe there it'd be, I forgot that I had the Hype Drop channel is really what happened. Then I'm like, oh yeah, I already made a channel. I made an account for it. So if you want to find the videos, um, I'm going to start uploading them there instead of my own channel if you've already been on that. And then, um, damn, I might have had one more little thing, but I don't remember what it is. So it couldn't have been that important. I'll tell you about it next week if I if I remember. Uh, just thanks again, guys, for listening. Thanks to all the supporters. Uh, thank you guys for the reviews you've been writing on iTunes there, or even not writing. Just sit, send in that five star. That's what we're talking about. That's what we need. Um, I'm excited to start bringing on just newer guests and, and expanding the podcast. So uh, much love to you guys. 
for all the support and and helping us to get this far and and add video to the podcast and get a tripod going so we can have better you know production value here and uh you know next up we're gonna get another mic stand so i don't have to hold this thing in front of my face the entire podcast um we're gonna get better mics i mean i got a whole i got a vision for us hopefully that we can you know start inching towards so i'm very excited you guys know i love it um so without further ado i'm bringing you Vinny fiaco the man the myth the fawn from long island here we go unload my pocket weight <laughs> you gotta get gotta feel comfortable Hello, you know yeah I'm over there. You're rocking a fanny pack, huh? Dude. I am rocking a fanny You're pack. You're rocking a fanny pack these days. Here's the thing the burns changed me. I'm a different man. <laughs> I'm trying to bring the burn uh, life more into the real world, man. Okay. And it's all about the fanny packs. It is. It's a new. Well, it, it, it is this year. What about next year? It could be totally different. Check it out. Doubles is lumbar support. Don't don't push your agenda. <laughs> don't push your fanny pack agenda. Hey man, how's your back doing over there? Oh, you know that's not fair. <laughs> You're right. I need a fanny pack, dude. That fucking fanny up. pack life is real. I don't think. All right, here's my thing with fanny packs. It's not that you should and well, here yeah, you should have one. You should have one like you should have a backpack, like you should have luggage, like you should have any denomination. If you have, it sometimes is it sometimes is just the right thing to put your shit in. That's it, all you're I'm saying. saying. It's, you're saying it's a tool for the job that sometimes it's is a, useful. It's a tool for the job. Okay. And you'd be surprised how often it's the right tool, I think. All right. Maybe not surprised, but... I'm a mi- Now, you know I'm a minimalist. Oh. I carry very little. I own very little. So See, if any pack, I feel like I have pockets. See, for you, I feel like... You might need an assortment of fanny packs. Oh, wow. <laughs> because you're a minimalist? Because you're already run, running light? You're going to have like... You're going to have your day fanny pack, your week fanny pack. Because for you, you could live out of a fanny pack probably. I could live out of I've, I have mini backpacks is what I have. Yeah, mini backpacks. I have backpacks. basically camelbacks that have like a little pocket. That's it. That's everything I need. Water and space for GoPro or any such thing. Here's my challenge to you. Ooh, Get yourself challenge. a fucking fanny pack. Okay. Okay. And just try it out. Like gonna... just, just have it around. You don't even have to plan to wear it. Just have it around. Is that thing coming down? Give it a nice... Give me, oh, give me some yeah. clockwise there turns there. There, there, you go. 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 Oh, there. There we go. Okay, we're good. Um, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> get a fanny pack. <laughs> get a, fanny, get a pack. fanny pack. I'll go to my local thrift store. Local thrift store. Yeah, there's some nice. There's some nice selections yeah. at the thrift. You can thrift a really cool, colorful fanny pack. I'm a, colorful, it's I'm a colorful man. Like you said, it's fashionable right now. You're not gonna be. You're gonna be peacocking just every time you wear it. Yeah. Willing, you know, attracting all kinds of attention. If you, whether or not you want that, maybe now, now if you don't want it, it's all good because it's a challenge to your your embarrassment. And if no, you do, want I don't it, mind being embarrassed. Yeah, I know, you don't we get got, embarrassed. Yeah, you just don't get embarrassed. It's a nice icebreaker. It is. It's a uh, <laughs> for who for for everyone. You know, the fanny, I mean, what are we doing right now? We're talking about fanny packs, aren't we? We just we broke, broke this episode. We broke this episode in with oh, the fanny pack. Man. Look what it's doing. Touche. It's doing so many it's things so, for the world. Dude. There's the so fanny many pack. positives. You're right. And the only negative is you have to have a fanny pack, I guess. <laughs> dude, and think about this. It's right where your shit needs to be. Now, some people like to rock it on the side. Some people put it on the back. I would rock the side look. I think the side is a good look. I think it t- depends what you're doing. Do you wear it while you train? It's easier than wearing a backpack when I train some, uh, yes. in some ways. My question is because of your... The backpacks have to be super specialized. But no, I'll take it off. Your proficiency of being robbed. 
is it do you think it's easier to keep track of or harder or harder to keep track of than like a backpack here's the thing do you put because it it's so little emphasis on wool little <laughs> it's a new word that i'm using and it's gonna be hot it's it's, it's coming out in 2000 it out. you guys are gonna be like oh fuck lol for like the next year but in 2020 everyone's saying lol, lol. just so you guys know anyhow yeah. it's so little i can clip it to something high i guess you could do that with a backpack but i feel like i can just i don't know it's I haven't, not I haven't, flashy. I haven't, like if a backpack is hanging from a tree mm-hmm. i want to know what's in that backpack exactly. i'll say that right now even if it's not my backpack the fanny pack i might ask Here's the thing. I'm still experimenting with it. I'm, I'll report back my findings to you guys. Okay. But uh, for me, okay. it's still been uh, like at first I, got, I started using it every day and then I was like, mm, no, it's not right for every day. Okay. But now that I'm like, getting in a relationship with the fanny pack, I realized, oh, this is perfect. Okay. I, need, I have more stuff than I want to carry. My, the, the pocket weight, not having things in your pockets is the best feature. I know okay. you're rocking the pockets. I'm, I love the pockets. But my God, does it feel nice to have nothing in your pocket sometimes? I can, you it know what? I can like imagine it's almost that. First thing even, I did, I put my stuff out of my pocket. Get your shit out of here. I mean, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was like, this. Sh-. Yeah, you're right. Pocket weight, dude. Keeping your pockets light feels real nice. There's nothing rubbing up on your thighs. You're feeling free. And it's an easy just clip. Like, you know, to unload your pockets, it's like, all right, phone here. Keys. Well, like, because my wallet's stacked. Fat, fat wallet. I saw that. I'm looking at that fat just wallet. Stacked with coupons. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> coupons, <laughs> and then uh, and chapstick maybe. I need more chapstick in my life. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's high altitude up here. You're gonna it, struggle. I, I do. But I with have... the fanny pack, it's clip, drop, one, maybe two things there. Clip, yeah. click. I like that. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you this: Do you have the? Do you have problems where where your pockets are? So I have hairy legs, right? I got the I got that hair like hair. Where that, my pockets are? Fawn syndrome. Is this a real? Is this a thing already? Where there's no hair where your pockets are? No, you. Oh, oh, no, oh you're, you're a, fawn. a fawn. I'm a fawn. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know what a fawn Hairless is. Hairless from the waist up, <laughs> hair full from the waist down. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you. Have... I got, I got spaces here because stuff rubs in my pockets, so I think hair doesn't grow there. Oh, it yeah. looks a little silly when I when you disrobe, naked, basically constantly. <laughs> I look down and I'm embarrassed. Just How many times do you get naked at NAPC? Just out of curiosity. Uh, it's uh, it's a hard question. Yeah, it looked party. like there was a wild party. I, saw, I finally saw you the store video. You saw the store video, and I was like, "Oh, my shit. immediate Look comment at that. on that video." I was like, they partied in the gym for once. They finally like it let was, everyone go ham. It, yeah, it was a rager. Damn you, it. you missed out on ah. easily the best after party NPC may ever have. Ah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, I it's, fucked and up during that party. I got naked, let's say four or five times because I kept getting naked for an occasion and then putting my boxers back on because I didn't want to party naked the whole time. For it's the most tough. part, some you know, people were uncomfortable. If you're, not, if you're not, yeah, if you're the only one, yeah. if you're not a Burning Man, There's people a start great, to lose their... great, hilarious people like Tom Taylor. Oh yeah, I love Tom at Taylor. At first, did not want to be a part of the party. Really? He saw, he saw the dudes in their underwear, some of them naked. He had a little <laughs> bit of a, whoa, not my scene. I gave him like an hour. I feel that. I mean, he hey, was in, he was, not everyone wants to... He was not, yeah. And then... And then it, oh, and then and then Tom Taylor's dick swinging, hitting fucking I think boxes that's and rails of, yeah. left and right. He's just that's why he didn't want to take helicopter it out. to and fro. Yeah, is that what happened? It, it, who, let's say yes, <laughs> Tom. If you Tom, you dog, Tom, you monster. <laughs> um, God, I can't wait to get Tom on the podcast one day. I'm gonna try to take it to the UK. Ooh, that's a great idea. One day, I just gotta save, 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 save. There's, there's gold over there between all those guys. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. You can live over there for a year and still not get enough 
podcast. Oh yeah, in. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could just I could just post up, get a van, get a get a. What do they call trailers? They have a different name for it. Oh, them. I don't know. Hitches? I don't know. Oh, that up. It's an American term. Damn it. Be the, you basically would be the Max Henry of Europe. I'd be the Europe. Max Henry of Europe, yeah. I don't know. I don't That'd know if there already is one, but. I don't know if I could live out that way. I mean, I like the fanny pack because it's uh, on a way down, but. I'm oh, not, yeah. You're, you're a, I'm actually pretty minimalist. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not I don't have a lot of stuff. shit. You just saw my room. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot going on it's here. It's clean. I keep a lot, it clean. A lot of clean lines. Clean, clean lines, clean mind. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Is that your, is that your saying? That's then? my new saying. Nice. <laughs> so many new things. Lul, lul, lul. That's always L U L. It's not L I L. I mean that one. That's, that's already a thing. That's a thing already. That's a thing already. That's lul. You know, like lil pump, lil fresh. Yeah, face tattoo. Lil fresh. That's my face tattoo rapper name. Lil fresh. Lil fresh. That makes sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then lul. lul. That's the next wave. Got <laughs> it. That's for free. <laughs> but. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm bummed I missed the NAPC after party. It seemed like it was just. Can any any uh, can you regale us with one anecdote at least? Uh, my favorite story was was definitely Rez because Rez <laughs> was playing dad. He had to. I mean, that's his oh, job. Oh my god, poor Rez and, in that situation. Uh, and then Gloria was there, who's fantastic human. His She's wife. The best. Uh, if you don't know Gloria, go hang out with Gloria. She's the best. And Gloria wanted Rez to be enjoying himself, and uh, <laughs> so she was approaching people that she knew could get Rez to enjoy himself. And the first time I saw Rez, he was wearing a shirt, nice collared shirt, looking professional, and then no pants. <laughs> and his reasoning was, uh, he had some he had some people in the gym he wasn't sure, like, I don't know how, how comfortable I want to get, you know, some people in the gym. And yeah, I was like, yeah. well, you're not wearing pants. And he just dead looked me in the eye and went, I know, and walked away. <laughs> and about 30 minutes later, he was shirtless, still not wearing pants, just in his underwear. And Gloria was unbelievably happy. Rez looked super happy to be partying. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great time. I told. Uh, I told Story what happens at NAPC after party stays at NAPC after party. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't earn it, and none of you, you listeners did. did too, unless you were there. You so. got the glimpse. The glimpse was a, nice. Glimpse. It was. A, it was good. So people know now what to expect, which is I'm, good. I'm we just, can, yeah, I get, I'm bummed that I missed out on the. Do you think Rez will ever let it happen again? Oh, he. His biggest concern the next day was how do we top that next year. It's just impossible. Oh, okay. Well, no, there no, we he go. He wants to. He, he yeah, wants to. He wants right, to. Perfect. Up it. So now we have, I'm not going to miss another NPC. I think it's a baseline, it not was a too, high bar. It was just, I don't know what happened that, but I just couldn't swing lot, it. There was a lot there of was people. There was too much going on. I yeah. think it was the gym was really struggling. I was like, I can't get away. Can't get away. But, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, yeah. money and shit. But, yeah, like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, that sounds like a dope time. It's always, NPC after party is always like some of the wildest things that ever happen. Yeah. This is when I really see the community break free of their, not, you know, no one's really uptight, but they break free, you know, they, they loosen up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, everyone just starts to let them, they come out fully out of the shell. Yeah. The shell just pff, gets yeah. blasted in half, there's no shells anymore. Yeah. Everyone becomes a dumb tomato. Everyone becomes a dumb <laughs> tomato. <laughs> dude, that's like, uh, yeah, I mean, people like to party, dude. It's, it's just, it's just part of the human condition. It really you is. You need to party. You need to party. You need to party. Everyone you need to be pantsless. You need to be as close to naked as naked as possible as you're comfortable with, and and have a good time. I agree. I think that's a part of, you know, just just getting back to your core nature. We, we, we want to be we want to be naked. We want to be naked. Yeah, hanging out, doing weird stuff. <laughs> that is that is my life in a nutshell. <laughs> that is everything I want to do. If I could make money doing that somehow, I would. Oof. Well, yeah, once once we can do this podcast naked, maybe we'll we'll take it to that level. Uh, don't is this? A, are we starting something? I mean, we can wait. We can wait. We, we can, can wait. wait. We could. 
We can wait. <laughs> For now. I mean, we could take it to underwear, but then the video, but beyond that, like our video oh, yeah, upload's not going to yeah. go. We, you know, we got to we got to keep it YouTube friendly, at least for the time being. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, that is the future. Maybe we'll do some special episodes. I like Go it. on Vimeo. Some like special, it. maybe not episodes, but just, I want to do like, <clears throat> you know how like Jimmy Fallon has guests on, they do some weird shit. Oh yeah, to like the Tonight Show. Yeah, just shit like that. Okay, so like, like you know, like, what I mean? like all right, we'll game. do the interview. We'll do like we'll hang out. We're we're, we're doing this. We're doing yeah. the podcast. But also, what if we did like a like I don't know, like name it's, some goofy shit. Like I'm thinking like half I, I, Eric Andre. Yeah, what, what's that? What's that? The Eric, Eric Andre, Andre show. The, I know Eric Andre. He's hilarious. I remember what was the show that he? I think it was just called the Eric Andre Show. But he was on um. Oh, what was that fucking show? God damn, I'm losing it. I can't remember. He was on a show. Yeah, he played like someone's man. best friend like before he got his own show. But anyhow. Oh, well, he just does the thing where he tries to freak guests out in the weirdest way possible. Mm. And he does. He's done a lot of fucked up shit. You don't want to go that far. I don't want to be. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Go I want far. it to be fun yeah. for the guest and me. Yeah. I want to be maybe a little less tame than than, you know, network television. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Fallon. Don't wanna, yeah. I want to get a little wilder. Like, let's uh, we go to a pool and we do like belly flop challenge like something okay, something okay. ridiculous or we do like a, okay. something yeah i don't know we find <laughs> a cliff to you know i don't know what we're doing oh yeah you could do like some anything cliff, anything jumping episode a, would be great the, the door is open the door is wide the, open yeah. we could do whatever we want we could play beer pong we could play bucket bucket slam whatever that would be just think about I that like it. Bucket, <laughs> bucket, just slam. bucket slam <laughs> you know just you just come up with stuff <laughs> you're so good at that just off the cuff just we have a new game it's called bucket slam <laughs> you figure it out that's great i found that if you put two words together yeah, it usually you know you have to be a little choosy about the words, but just just yeah, stick with the two word like... formula and it'll sound nice. Yeah, you know, bucket slam. We'll come up with a game. Rice blast. Ooh, I like that. I'm thinking like you know like those we just uh, throw salt rice fly at shooters. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking we... like like a potato gun, but it's filled oh, with yeah, rice. Oh yeah, filled with rice, and, and we that... get slow mo footage of it. Oh yeah, and then just like little tiny dings on your ass. Yeah. Probably <laughs> you're gonna hurt. <laughs> Yeah, you get one to the front, one to the... Well, no, we flip a coin, heads or tails, and then we Ooh. blast you. Rice we, blast. Rice blast. But you have to have earned... You have to have lost something to yeah. earn the blast. Maybe it's just rock, paper, scissors. Maybe it's a simple. staring contest. It's a st- you know what? Something simple. <laughs> I like it. See? this The world is full of like, good ideas. We rice just need to start blast. doing it. We need rice blast and bucket slam. Bucket slam. That. I don't know what bucket slam is yet. <laughs> bucket but. slam reminds me of that American Gladiators game where you had to like put the balls and the three things in the middle and they just get to fucking rock you as you try to do it. <laughs> That sounds I did fun. not watch enough American Gladiators. Is that on oh. Nickelodeon? That was on that cable TV, right? That was cable. I think it was on NBC or something. Yeah, it's basically you fucking like rich Italian motherfuckers <laughs> NBC, getting was, to all the channels. NBC was one of the ones you get with an antenna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it was NBC? NBC, yeah. Oh, uh, then you said it was cable. No, no, NBC. Oh. I didn't NBC, have cable. Right. I couldn't afford cable. I couldn't afford cable either. Man. I think I got Nickelodeon. I, maybe I did have cable. <laughs> My grandma had it. I could only watch those channels when I went to dear old grandma's house. Ooh, okay. That's a good reason to go to grandma's, though. Good reason to go to grandma's. She had Forrest Gump, Ace Ventura, the These Fantasia. are VHS, VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah, those are the three movies I would since watch. Since we're a little bit older, since you 18-year-olds listening won't know what that is. Don't yeah. Worry. Yeah. yeah, they used to have to put pictures onto a brown tape. A piece of film. And they would yeah. roll really fast with light behind it somehow or some shit. Yeah, no, yeah. And that, that that's it. how you saw the, the moving pictures. They were literally moving pictures. That, that's they a little moved. bit of an older reference, even before our time. But yeah. <laughs> hey. That was no, you're well, right. How old are you now? I'm 33 now. 33. 33. Doesn't look a day over 20 
20. Literally. Okay, just okay. 20. I was like, wait, yeah. You still don't look any different than the day I met you. The fuck's wrong with you? What's your secret? Uh, I basically bathe in olive oil. That's a lot of <laughs> olive oil baths and uh, lack of stress. Yeah. I try and live a stress-free life. I think that's the work, key. But that's I really the goal. do think that's the key. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It is. It can be stressful trying to be stress-free. It is. It, it's it's really a form of apathy. It's not like it's not like I get the stress and then I release it. Because once I have it, then it kind of lives in me. Mm. I'm not good at like you know meditating. It's more of a I have to not care about a lot of things. Mm. So it never the stress never hits me. Yeah. Now the gym's on fire. Ooh, at least Ooh. people will be warm. Is my thought. You know. <laughs> silver lining. Silver lining. You're just you getting gotta, that mindset. You got to look at abundance mindset. At least we have warmth. We ha- yeah we have warmth. Some people can't afford Some fire. Some people can't afford <laughs> fire. Some people are fucking rubbing sticks together, trying to get trying what we have. So hard. Think about all those six year olds in Bear- in Boy Scouts just bow and arrow, and fucking getting it, trying to get it going. It's not working. And look at this, we have it in abundance. Yeah, we got it in abundance. Um, yeah. Is there is there any secrets for your stress free life, or are you just nah? You just, yeah, just just try not to give it as much of a shit. Yeah, I care about, you know, a couple things here and there. A couple things here and there. If things go, the thing is, if things go wrong, that's okay. Mm. That's the big one is like, oh, it didn't go according to plan. Well, if I didn't have a plan in the first place, then it can never go according <laughs> to plan. And anything that happens is a welcome <clears throat> change. So what stresses you out then? Uh, honestly, my biggest stress in life is, is having enough money to be sure I can pay rent the next day. That's mm, basically just it. Just living that month. Yeah, living month that to month, month to month. <laughs> that's, that's stressful. It's stressful. Yeah, I think that's something that we should all strive to get out of. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. Ultimately, I think you can. But yeah. it's not easy because to cross that bridge, I feel like that's the bridge. Like society sets the bar almost, right? It, oh, it does. It's like, it's always competitive. Like life's competitive enough, right? Where it's always going to be just competitive enough. It's like, all right, if you want that kind of security, you might have to sell your soul a little bit. Yeah. Or, or yep. not, you don't, it's not that you might have to, it's that that's the easy way to do it. Yes, it's exactly. It's like, here's a that's way, true. it's like, we'll give you that security. You just have to give us your soul. Yeah, exactly. Soul, sit, you sit in a chair nine to five, deal with it, nerd. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say that nine to five chair sitting is is uh, still soul sealing for everybody. Oh, no. Some, some people, people can find it. a job that, yeah. they, that it works for them. But, you know, for someone that doesn't feel that way, Oof, it's tough. Couldn't do it again. It's tough. And even if they do feel that way, it's still probably tough to find the right gig. Mm. It's still tough to like, who knows, What's to my, balance my another part of your life. Are... Maybe you're getting stressed out, but then because you're you're not fit, you know, Ooh, yeah, there's always trade offs, you know? Yeah. I've been, um, I'm a bartender, a gym owner and a talent agent are my last three jobs. It's like <laughs> none of those are nine to fives. I work whenever I can, yeah. whenever I have to, which is great. But you know, it's a grind. It's, it's a grind. They'll set hours. My, mom, my, my good old, I forgot. I forget actually what her saying was, but she's like, there's the healer, the helper. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Is this a video and game? The, and the hustler. Ooh. Okay. As like the, these three, I don't know which, I was healer, hustler, and then one other one. I can't remember what it is, but I think healer, helper, hustler is like the three categories she was telling me, like the kind of career paths you can fall into. Right. And she's like, yeah, you're kind of in the hustler category. So picked it like you know nice she's like that's how it goes you know because you can get the helper category let's say you're or a healer i guess it's kind of the same i don't know what the third one is sorry mom should listen better but mom can you do uh but yeah there's like medicine you know like a healer yeah. or like you know you, you go to school that job the career path laid out for you 
but it is rewarding. Like that's a nine to five ish kind of thing. That's true. But it's like, it's a, it's a grind one. to get there. A lot of sacrifice, but you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. If it fits your, your game plan, then you're good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Nice one. I haven't missed a belch for like the last four episodes because these goddamn Waterloo's. Yeah. The, you're drinking the, the fancy water. The it's, carbonated. It's on sale, man. I'm, oh, listen. I'm not saying don't drink it. Look at that. I'm looking at the big bag. Says calories zero. That's what I'm talking about, man. There we go. So you got to be. <clears throat> you're a hustler. I mean, I mean you're, you're, I like you're hustling. A hustler. That's a I hustler. have to be that. Yeah. That's the thing is like you, you, they, you know, it's not that I chose the hustler path. I mean, I did. The hustler life chose, chose you. Me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it chose me. I cannot. I can't be one of those other things. Some of some people are like you're made. I think you. It's back and forth. You chose the hustler life and the hustler life chose you. Like that was a correct pairing. Yeah. Some people try and choose a different life and then, you know, the hustler life chooses them, but they're trying to choose the hell of a life. Oh, yeah, life. yeah. They're just like. And that, that, that <laughs> mismatch doesn't work. And that's when people, I think, get frustrated. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. You got to come to terms with what you really need and who you are. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm there. I'm just saying I'm closer than I have ever been. Probably. That's, that's what you got to be working towards it. That's the important part. You might never be there, but as long as you're on your way. Doing the work. Doing the work, working it out. I got, I got three jobs currently. I just applied for a fourth. So, what's, what's your fourth job? Maybe, uh, possibly, uh, kind of like a parkour consultant for gyms. Oh, nice. I talked to Alan, and Alan's been trying to get me out to NorCal for a little while. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, to consult with him or to just like yeah, just to help with the gym. And so oh, yeah. you know, he Alan's crushing it out there. Isn't Alan, he's too? he's a hustler. He's a hustler. The man's a Talk hustler. Talk about a hustler. Yeah, man's got. I mean, I miss Alan. I miss he's, that guy. He's fantastic. He's the best. Every time I go to visit him, I forget how much he's, I enjoy him. What's the guy from Green Mile? What's the character? Oh, no, you got me. I've only seen him once. The big dude, though. Yeah. Do you remember his name? Like, yeah. even the actor's name? Oh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Guy. Yeah. Yo, shout out Michael Clark Duncan real quick. Rest in peace. I was going to say, he's yeah, he's not going to hear it, but yeah. <laughs> but just saying, that guy's a legend. That guy's a legend. Alan is Michael Clark Duncan from the Green Mile. Okay. Because Alan... Is a chiropractor yeah. or like he's a healer. He's a healer. He's a healer and a hustler. And he's, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. He's hustling the heel game. He's hustling <laughs> that heel game. Alan, I had a I had like an ulcer or some shit one time. That's I don't know what I had. Intense. I was in Telluride with with Ryan, Ryan Ford. Uh we were doing like a seminar out there for some CrossFit gym that was in Telluride and like you know, Telluride's beautiful. Beautiful. So place. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'd love to come help out and just assist him with doing that. Um and it was one of the most miserable experiences of all time for me Ugh. because for some reason, I don't, I still to this day do not know what happened. I don't know if I got an ulcer or if I had like a weird, who knows? I felt like that, I that's even, my best guess. I don't guess. even know what an ulcer is now that I It's think a hole it. in your stomach lining. There we go. That like acid, stomach acid's like leaking through or something or you like have internal bleeding. Jeez. Um, I don't know if that's what was happening because I don't even know if that's like the pain, like you would experience pain for an yeah. ulcer or if it's like something that kind of like goes more undetected. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is I had excruciating pain in my stomach inside for like the entire weekend. And I was like, almost like I was on the verge of like, Ryan, we got to go like to the hospital, dude. I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't Jeez. know what the hell. But I just kind of toughed it out the whole week or the three days we were there. And it did. was like kind of nice. It was really beautiful. Like when I could convince myself that I, when I could just kind of like put that out of my mind I was like, wow, tell you ride. Nice. <laughs> but then like, I was like, oh God, my fucking, I feel like I'm dying. I got 10 seconds of clarity. Quick enjoy <laughs> it. Oh, that's so nice. But then I came back and 
I just sat with Alan for like, I was like, dude, I don't know what was going on with my, something was like, I just kind of described the pain to him. Mm. He's like, come here a second. He just like put his hand on me. He does the hand thing. He just put his hand on me. It doesn't feel like the hand's moving. He's just kind of holding you. Just like a baby. He's so gentle. He's a big gentle bear. <laughs> He's a bear. gentle giant. He's he a is. gentle bear. And never felt anything ever again. <sighs> just like instantly felt better. After like him, he just like touched me for 20 minutes. It was weird. Like green mile shit. I was like, dude, did you take the pain away? Like, is he gonna go like vomit locust behind the gym now oh, or whatever wow. like I don't know just just shout out Alan because he's legendary out. I want to go out there again I haven't been out there since they opened yeah when you well, broke, no, no, you I, broke I, their gym you broke their gym you broke you you did the precision to the rail that's, oh that's, that's true I did break that yeah I broke that weld yeah it's, it yeah. feels good to break a weld by the way it, you, and walk away first from of all, it you looked great you walked away yeah which is fantastic it was a man jump. Manly jump. Manly jump. And that weld now is, he's got three inch plates like holding it side to side because people go for that jump now. Oh, yeah. You set a bar and now they were like, oh, we have to double reinforce. That's Steel. what I'm saying. You know, I did yeah. it for the people. Yeah. The people did, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew they would. Yeah. The gym is full. You'll love it now. Oh, it's my God. A, it's it looks insane. It's spot. twice as large now. Yeah. It's like, I think they're one of the maybe the most god again again like it's hard to like award somebody the tip of the spear but i feel like yeah. norcal is on par with any other gym out there at least and like oh, might be like the most innovative gym like in terms of what they create their shapes yep like what did they they the, did the like these quality. ladder bars with the branch bars sticking out of it i was yeah. like oh my god it looks so good like that's that's completely new shape that you've never seen anywhere else yep. they did like their whole descent kind of like improvised the descent wall. wall is great like all these things like i just love what they're doing out there they really you know the the effort, the passion shows. Yeah. I got a little soft spot for San Diego as well, even though I haven't been there yet, because like I designed some of the obstacles that are in San Diego, okay, and I just haven't seen them put to. They've to added use. some new stuff. You had to go because they've added some new stuff too. My it's, favorite it's obstacle that I've designed nicely. has of all time. Oh yeah, they added some new bars. Yeah. They look sick. My favorite obstacle that I think is the best obstacle I've ever designed, and I'm not saying I'm a fucking guru. Still has yet to be built though. I want to see it built. All right, I want to know the design. It's called, it's called the truck. The truck. The semi truck. Actually, I think it was what Amos dubbed it, but like, don't give him credit. You know, is it I, I designed it, but okay. he dubbed it the, the okay. semi truck, and I was like, eh, fucking, that makes sense. Mm. It kind of looks like a so, kind of looks like a semi truck. Mm. So here's what it is. If mm. I can describe it to you, and, and and if you don't get it, we'll just move past it. But like, think of like four posts sticking up yeah. first. So like a rectangular, like with four posts sticking up, yeah. right? And each post is like a foot by a foot or something like that. Okay. So it's like not that precise, but it's kind of like a little post. Yeah. Um, and then it's eight feet like long wise and 12, no, excuse me, eight feet wide and 12 feet long. Okay. So it's big. So each like the corners of each of these posts are like eight by 12 feet. And then in the middle of it is a platform that's not right in the middle, but it'd be like three and a half. So each of these posts are like eight feet high or 10 feet high. Okay. big. And then like the, in the middle of it, like at a three and a half foot section, there's like a platform that kind of like connects them all together. Yeah. 
And then there's branch bars sticking out of each of the posts. Like a branch bar goes through the posts on each uh, on the top and on the bottom. Oh, okay. So actually, one of the post, two of the posts on the on like one of the, like it's twelve feet in length, right? Yeah. So on one side, the the posts are ten feet tall, and then the other side they're like six feet tall. Got it. So and then there's branch bars sticking out, so you can like lashay between the branch bars. There, it's a nice sturdy mobile branch bar that like well actually it's four mobile branch bars and like that platform shape you could like double kong or dive roll or like flip over because it's kind of a three and a half foot wall and uh and there's space underneath it too i was gonna say and so like you can actually flip the whole thing upside down if you like i designed it first where you chop off like the lat like the the bars on top the branch bars on top and on bottom there's like it's just like the last six inches and that part's removable so you could actually flip it or something. I don't know. I've kind of, yeah. I'd have to show it to you. Yeah. It's a sick structure, I, see it I think. Up, right? I like it upright. And it works in like every orientation. Like it can be like, it can be flipped inverted and it can be like leaned up against something. Like, I don't know. That's what I think is the best thing I've ever thought of. Okay. But we'll, you know, it'd be a bitch to move for sure. It'd be heavy as oh, fuck. It'd be, yeah. But it'd be more, you know, it'd be more, I think like the bouldering style gym is kind of like, what I'd like to strike that balance more almost with, with a parkour gym in my, of my like, you know, utopian future where you can like, you don't have to like, obviously you're going to move like little vault boxes. I see like the little mobile things as like holds. Yeah. But like, you don't like in a bouldering gym, you only see things change like every like four to six to eight weeks. Yeah. Like the routes change. And like, that's what I'm talking about is like you, it's, it's, it's effort. The chain store kind of has this where they like, sometimes they move those huge concrete blocks. I don't know if you've ever been to chain store I haven't. in London, but you know, you move something that big, it changes the entire shape of the gym. Yeah. And like, we have some of that in Louisville already with the structures we have there. And I love those ones. Um, and they were, they were really cool experiments. Like yep. they look really sick. They definitely do. They have the same effect. Like every time you re-rotate and organize things, like the whole area of the gyms changes a lot, yeah. but they're not as, reversible and stuff because they are so like oblong yeah and i think that like maybe a simpler shape would be more ideal that sounds good i mean because visions like, like visions like vision visions does that really to well a degree, yeah. Yeah. to a degree i just like i i mean this is just my my perfect vision but i don't know yeah. what do you as a as a gym owner or excuse me gym manager what, what owner, did you say part owner. owner yeah you're yeah. part owner what is uh like can you you know people are i've actually had people be interested explicitly 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 can't fucking talk explicitly ask about you know someone like you coming on the podcast and and what kind of insights do you think what's like for denver like what have Uh, you learned along the way so it really took going to a bunch of different gyms to see what i preferred because i always I always had like an idea of like, oh, I really like this. And then you go to a new gym and then they do a little bit different. You're like, oh, I really like what they do here. So my, whenever I go to new gyms, I always like to take pictures of stuff that they have, shapes that they've made, <clears throat> spaces that they've created, and then like try and re, not recreate that same shape, but recreate that idea. Yeah. And I found a really, I really enjoy like one third permanent structure, like bars for the most part have to be permanent, mm-hmm. big platforms, and then one third movable object. And then one third open space. Yeah. And open space, especially for a, t- a teaching gym, you need that open space for whatever you're going to do. Negative space is so underappreciated. It really is. It People really fuck is it underappreciated. Up all the time they clutter their gym up. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like you need, because it's, it's run up and it's run out for everything. Yes. And it's like, all right, if you're, if you're really cluttered, 
your top speed in that space is five miles an hour. Yeah. And you have no room to move your movable <laughs> objects. Like, yeah. the, the, like it lives in this area. Like, well, if it lives in an area, it's just a semi movable object. But, um, unparalleled movement, the old unparalleled movement. Oh my God. Unparalleled. It's another one that does it rig. So they, they were like the perfect small space is what I described mm-hmm. their gym as. Cause there was so much permanent object space but they also had enough space in between to move any of their movable objects and add to it yep. and then they had a big open space near their foam floor for teaching and all that stuff oh yeah so they I mean they had a tiny space and they used it perfectly um, whereas like NorCal is yeah, NorCal has double the space now they're huge oh yeah and they're doing a good job they're adding maybe a little bit in my opinion obviously a little bit too much permanent stuff mm-hmm. and they're losing that open space but there's still enough space to move all their mats and their movable objects and it it there's so many challenges every time i go there like besides daryl killing the game out there because he's <laughs> he's just destroyed he's a monster he's a monster he makes that gym look so small yeah it's, it's huge. so big it's actually like the fact i mean because i can i mean just being a longtime practitioner i can yeah. kind of get the scale of it i'm like is anyone even like training these things the way that daryl can because no. i'm yeah. like it feels so i mean it's awesome that they have built something that's pretty advanced that Daryl can actually like steeze out on yeah. because part of being a gym owner as you I'm sure know is just you have to make it accessible to you know beginning students and stuff like you can't yeah. build like this elite arena and then be able to teach good classes out of it yes to exactly beginners. yes yes you know but but I guess like they've already started with the the chill stuff so they've added a lot of advanced stuff it seems like over the years they they've the, the newest thing they added was just a little three foot wall with a bunch of bars coming out of it and it's mm. it's super great for all levels because there's big stuff around it that you can land on that yeah so his newest lache video where he does like lache stride stride giant dive Kong that's all <laughs> on three foot stuff torn on the ground but he's he's there's a bar nearby, so we could just lash a 12 feet and yeah. stride out of it like it's fucking nothing. Dude, um, what a legend. Yeah, he's killing the game out there, and that gym is fantastic. Um, that yeah, gym like, is really killing it, you know? Yeah. All of them are so killing it. Like, I mean, shout out Louisville again real quick, just because, like, their fundraiser is about to finish. Yep. Our fundraiser, I should say. Like, like, these are the guys that, you know, I've worked with and grown up with and learned with, you know, with my career over the years. And, like, you know, I've been working with Apex Louisville specifically since 2012. Yeah. If not, if not. No, before, I think you were working there before earlier, I was. Like, I was like 2000. No, it was around 2013. You're right. Yeah. 2012, yeah. I'd say then maybe. Yeah. I mean, and I've been involved with them since before then, like at least a year before that, 11, yeah. I think. And then I started working. Like these are, these are my boys. And um, I just wanted a quick shout out. Like I'll put it in the description, but like just like there's a crowdfunder going on. The gym had a really tough unfortunate circumstance where we got just booted out of our location and it was really costly to relocate the gym and we're basically good, but we still need all the help we can get. And, um, we're shutting down this GoFundMe either way at the end of the month. And so we've got about 75% of the way, 80% of the way through our goal. If we can hit that last 20%, like it would mean the world. So I don't know, just go check it out if you have the, the chance or even just share the the campaign because if you don't, have the money and i know a lot of people in parkour don't have it like you might know somebody who does but anyhow there you go sorry didn't shout it, cut off shout it just out. shout it out because like we love these gyms like i was thinking about it i was talking with dante after um we recorded the other day and we were just out training and stuff and it's like the fact that these gyms exist is huge the fact that yeah. it's like it, it's so instrumental in like developing athletes like jared nahulu who I'd want to get on the podcast soon. Like Nahulu could not exist without parkour gym 
atmosphere yeah. to like work the bar, like especially with bar work, any athlete that does insane stuff on the bars. And for whatever reason, I think bars, because they're so difficult and scary and weird, they advance athletes in every other domain as well. I definitely have noticed that. There's some crazy bar athletes that you give them a challenge on the ground. You're like, yeah, they're a bar athlete. And then they're killing it. I mean, Jared yeah. NPC was in the finals. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made the finals. And he's, people are like, oh, he's a bar athlete. You know, don't focus too much on bars. That was, you know, every time he puts a video out with bar <laughs> stuff, he gets comments from some big names in the community who I won't name, but <laughs> you're calling them out. Like, just make sure you're not a bar athlete. Like, bar athletes are killing the game right now. Bar athletes are nasty, they're, they're so strong. And they, they, have, they have this fearlessness about them for every other aspect of the game. It's kind of like the... Uh I don't know. It's like the final level in some ways for, for training. I'm not, I'm not, you know, everything is, has an equal value, but I think bars like as a category of movement are maybe is maybe it's the worst falling scenarios you can be in. It's the scariest thing you can do in a lot of ways. And it requires like maybe the most technique and strength out of any other thing and finesse, because if you release at the wrong point or you pull the wrong way, like you're in a really shitty position instantly. And, so not only that is you're getting all these mental gains and you're getting the physical gains. You have to be strong upper body, but also, you know, Ido Portal put out this post just like the other day about like how important it is for human beings to hang. Like think about how long we pulling spent a rafe. pulling a rafe right now. Yeah, pulling a rafe, <laughs> pulling a fucking tree runner right now. Tree runner. But like, it's true, dude. Like think about how long humans. You know, if you believe in evolution, itch you should. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way right let's now. Let's get it out of the way. Baseline evolution, a thing. It's Moving a thing. On. Anyhow, then we we as like primates spent so much time hanging and swinging in the trees before we came down to the ground and became like pedestrian creatures. You know, that sounds so insulting, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. But we still have it in us. Yep. You know, we still have it in us, and off and and our body works a lot better if we are pulling on ourselves, stretching ourselves out. It's an elastic category of movement it stretches the muscles and ligaments and it actually helps you i don't remember what ito said in his post but basically he's like it's like a lot of people it's not even that they're not strong it's like they have one foot on the gas one foot on the brake because they never elongate and stretch muscles and be whatever just like that so even even though like i I think it's mostly about the the physical the mental aspects of training bars Mm. it's also just like this weird other benefit that i just thought about where you're getting you're stretching your muscles out when you're swinging. It's the same it feels for good. sprinting. Oh, yeah. That's one of the big things when sprinting, elongation. Mm. Work on getting bigger strides, work on staying tall, work on like yeah. feeling long. Yeah. Because that's a huge, everyone is very crouched and forward and their hips are closed and mm. taking small choppy steps. And that's a huge parkour thing is um, coming from a sprinting background, watching people like approach and do the little skip dance. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run at it now, now, now. Ah. <laughs> hey, dude, if you teach some Parkour athletes had to sprint and just have them have that power of like five steps, all powerful, accelerating towards an obstacle. Just you gain so much power moving forward without having to take choppy steps and just knowing exactly where your steps are going to be. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that was important for sprinting too. But yeah, that <sighs> feeling long, feeling being long, feeling that's long. huge. Feel like a gazelle. You should feel you like should you're feel like bounding. Boing, boing. Yeah. boing. You so do that nice. really well. I do. I'm a, I'm you do a the robot. Bounder. You do the Boston robot really well. The well. Boston robot. I got yeah. You know when you do your all fours like prant, prancing oh, my, around. Oh my prance! Yeah. Oh oh. Okay, I got it. Boston Dynamics. I was like, is this a Boston thing? Boston Dynamics. Yeah. Sorry, the yeah. Boston. Yeah. yeah. I feel. Except you do it like smooth. He does. They do like a. But no, it's kind of like it's so. It's deliberate like, that it yes. looks like it's robotic. It's yes. sick. 
Yeah. We have Those to, robots are going to take over the world. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Just make um, a robot that's... They do it. I mean, you just need to combine all those robots, right? They got all the dog robots and the balance robots and the backflip robots. The second they have like one robot that does all that stuff, that's it. It's going to be the Highlander robot. It's going to chop the heads off all the robots. Elon Musk was saying like, or, you know, even just recently on the, on the Rogan podcast, just like, and they'll move faster than, than you can strobe light them, you know, whatever. Like they'll just be in the cut. You'd be, you'd be chilling. And then you got a 16 inch hole in your neck. That's my next not even 16 inches. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it'd be gauged out. It did, yeah, it's it. They'd stretch you out and then like leave you with like a nice big O-ring. Right in my neck. Right in your neck. Ooh, that sounds terrifying. Just enough, there's enough From, consciousness left to be like, oh my God, it's a huge hole in my neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're alive just, yeah, they keep your life just long enough for you to realize what happened. <laughs> just to be insulted. Insult to injury. And the, yeah, the robot's just holding the mirror up so you can see it. <laughs> the robot is just shiny enough yeah he's just shiny enough he's your, like check me out you like look in the robot chest just to be like is that the oh it totally mm-hmm. has a hole in it yeah you shiny bastard <clears throat> this has gone so many directions yeah, I, I love, love it, it man that's what it's all about it's all about just well, is there anything up. else you want to share about being uh, you know working in the industry parkour gyms and you, you said like just paying attention to the other gyms like we shouted out all the other gyms they're fucking dope yeah, it needs to be more unified. I think people, I mean, it is a series of businesses, but we're not, parkour isn't popular enough that we need to be fighting. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I think we're getting over it. I think the time of like different parkour gyms, having different parkour philosophies, arguing about said philosophies is kind of coming to an end. Oh, uh, yeah. And maybe competition is a thing, like parkour competitions specifically, like NAPC mm-hmm. and SPL kind of like running the game now. Maybe that's what's bringing it to an end and that's awesome. But it's it's yeah, awesome. We are kind see. of uniting behind any like the SPL. It seems like yeah, we are, and it, we, we are, do have a common enemy now. With I mean, I hate using that term, <laughs> common enemy with fig, Jesus. but so no one wants to go the route of gymnastics in terms of <clears throat> competition. So we all kind of are gathering behind what is now the most homegrown, yeah, you know, competition format, which is SPL. And I personally think those guys are doing it right. I mean. Shout out to the... I work for them, so... <laughs> shout out to them, but... Shout out to SPL. Shout out to Tom and Rez again. Tom and Rez killing the game. And, uh, I don't know. What's um, their third partner that does all the Andrew, live streaming? Andrew. Andrew does all the live streaming. Um, Dylan Poland's part of it now. And Dylan Darryl, Poland's... Oh. Daryl Stingley's jumping on board. So Sweet. It's, it's nice to have a That's group... great. ...from all over the country, too. And it's nice to put aside parkour differences. <laughs> I mean, even between... To shout out, like, Origin and Apex having, like, different philosophies on competition mm-hmm. and stuff. That is the hopefully a way of the past, and that's going. I mean, away. yeah, we partnered up this year. Yep, and hopefully yeah, it keeps going like, moving forward. Like, yeah, I think huge. I think like um, yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing too, and that's yeah. like something I'm really stoked about going to uh, the Art of Retreat in a next weekend. You are going, Art, going Art of Retreat. I forgot to ask. I was asking people if they were going. I'm not going. Ah, shit. I got it. I got an offer last <laughs> minute to go, but the the price to fly there was. I had them points. Ridiculous. You had, mm, I, had nice. some, I had some. I had some points. chase points. Otherwise, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to go, but yeah. stack it up, stack it up, stack it up, points, yeah. points. I buy everything that I buy mm-hmm. on credit cards. That's the way to do it. So you got it, it off you might as well. And then, yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm super hyped about that too. And I'm super, I'm just excited to see how SPL is growing. And yeah. I like, I was talking some shit on World Chase Tag last week, but like the more <laughs> I think about it, I mean, I was just trying to do it as a, um, just a thought experiment. I'm just like, what, you know, what, what are the things that can be improved? You know, yeah. it's interesting. It's new. 
Um, but shout out to those guys. I actually like the more I think about it, the more excited I get about that. And like, because like we just mentioned when, before that we started recording <clears throat> part of what's going to get more people involved, like climbing is kind of stuck still in yep. a place where like, they're not really able to afford to pay their athletes to compete. Like at least, you know, yep. that's, you know, you have more of an ear to it than I do, but we want to get past that level. Ideally, you know, ideally yeah. we want to oh, yeah. get to a place where everyone that competes is putting food on the table potentially just from, from their efforts, maybe not just in that competition, but just like doing their life, doing their athlete yeah. life. And it's not necessarily always up to us. You know, you could, because just like with climbing, if not enough people are watching the, the sport and climbing has got a lot of equipment and a lot of sponsors. That, yeah, so it's, it's, it's surprising to me necessary. actually that like people don't get paid because <clears throat> you, you know, I think like yeah. there, there would be like ropes Carabiners, like so, sponsors will pay for athletes. Sponsors will help throw some money. Sponsors will pay athletes to compete. The competition won't pay for athletes. Well, maybe maybe that's how it goes for us too. Then, and maybe that's how it goes, and that's fine with me. But either way, I just want to see. And and World Chase Tag is already doing that. Yeah, you know they're already paying and getting getting people involved and playing for their flights and stuff. And what I think was the biggest revelation I had that got me more excited about it is like. For me, actually, there's some distance because I'm so more focused into parkour in some ways and I want to see parkour and it's like just kind of like this adjacent thing to parkour that I I see myself getting excited about, but never as excited about like a video that would come out. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually like super huge because it's so universally acceptable and like accessible to the people who don't, you know, everyone has played tag their whole life. It's it's a better parallel than Ninja Warrior, which is the current yeah, big time big you know the the current big comparison. Oh, you do parkour? Have you seen Ninja Warrior? Like, yes, and those things are comparable, and I totally get that from a from a common point of view. Yeah, but like it's also the almost the exact opposite. Mm. You know, parkour is about moving through any environment, like natural environment, whether it be urban or or out. You know, natural in terms of you know woods and stuff, and then you have like. Yeah, do you ever train on cargo nets and quad steps and salmon ladders? Like, no, those, those ever, shapes don't ever, exist. Except for like Pizza Hut. Do they have a warped roof or is it like, what's the Pizza Hut slope? Pizza Hut. What, what's a sloped building? Nobody has that warped wall really effect. Sometimes oh, yeah, it's yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Was it Pizza Hut? I love Hut just like shits a, on the warped red? wall now and just starts on the warped wall from the fucking curve and still gets to the top. It is. How many times have you seen the that? Almost pointless. Goddamn. <laughs> Because once you learn how to do it, you can do it forever. It's hey, same- fuck you, Ninja Warrior. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I love that they, again, like they get more people involved. Exactly. I've it's it's a great a gateway, my but it's all, it. It, it, again, it's almost the opposite. Like people come into the gym, oh, you guys like do Ninja Warrior? No, not quite. We have we have athletes that train. And like, where's your salmon ladder? Where's your warped wall? We're like, no, no, we train on real <laughs> obstacles. That way the fake obstacles are easier. Yeah. So if I can do a muscle up, I can definitely do the salmon ladder. I'm yeah. not worried about that. If yeah. I can do a regular wall run, I can definitely do the warped wall. Yeah. If I can tack off a wall 10 feet then i can do the quad steps like yeah. i can do everything they can do yeah maybe you know i'm not gonna go win the show because maybe i don't have the upper body strength but like i can do all of those obstacles yeah but if they when they come to our gym i laugh at how inexperienced they are in oh, terms of real terrible. movement they look awful like look- they can't move naturally they can only move on these fake obstacles yeah. and then they're like oh, okay so you could do the seven ladder cool here's a wall run it's only 10 feet you do like 17 feet on the warp wall do a 10 foot wall run and they can't because it's not they're not catering themselves to all sorts of obstacles. Yeah. So that's the hard parallel with like, yeah, it's adjacent, but it's also not one's preparing you for the other and not vice versa. Mm. Whereas tag, 
I feel like one, you almost need parkour as a prereq, but no, not really. If you get really good at pet tag and you cannot move through obstacles, it's you need parkour. It's, it's sort both. of a different thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's both. It's absolutely yeah. like in one way, it's more pure. In another way, it's way different than what parkour like has become. Yeah, because of you know just the way it's shaped itself through video culture. Because yeah. like it's always been yep. also very related to video culture. Yeah. And, because, I don't know why, I guess. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess it started out less, more, more purely, but yeah, it didn't become popular until it was on film. And so then yeah. that's always been kind of a thing with it. And that's why I like the comparison <laughs> to rock climbing because rock climbing is, you get popular in rock climbing by going outside and climbing really hard routes and you become yeah the best. That's the same as parkour. If you, yeah. go to, you go to classic spots and do the craziest stuff. Cool, you're the best. Competitions are there. And if you win, you're also the best mm-hmm. versus those people. But rock climbers don't need competitions to prove they're the best. Yeah. And that's why I like that parkour parallel. Like Hendo's going out and winning those comps and he's generally considered some of the fastest. But yeah, I mean, there's a ton of people who just don't compete. Oh yeah, out of out of the woodwork could come someone because let's say I mean Hendo kind of came out of the woodwork. He was oh yeah four years ago was when he first started or three years ago and he's won two out of three or two out of four and then before that it was Dylan. You and you and Dylan both were killing mm-hmm. the game, but like you guys didn't do it anymore. Hendo came in now he's killing the game. Yeah. Who knows who that next person is going to be? Maybe next year. Maybe next year oh, someone yeah, comes out of the woodwork. It was a super high just, turnaround. Yeah, I was actually we were talking about this last episode too. It's just like it turns around quickly. Yeah. Like, because, because one, because the infrastructure is not there to keep an athlete interested in it beyond like whatever interest they actually have. Yeah. Cause which they don't is need like, it to get popular. Yeah. You have you Instagram culture. It, and I don't think that'll ever go away. I don't think like, I think just the way that snowboarding, skateboarding, all these sports have developed over the year, climbing, um, fucking name, name an individual sport, any, any of them really that like is practiced in, in the streets or in, in nature in some way and not like in the arena of competition as like its main thing or I, I mean like all these things have that yeah, in common yeah, exactly, I guess it's yeah. just like so, they're yeah. all like they're, the genesis of it isn't to be getting gold yeah you know? and it it's, never, it's, mar- it's martial arts in a nutshell yeah. like everyone you know there's a million people practicing for their own well-being and then there's one percent of those people who do competitions yeah and like maybe you only see it in competition like when I watch martial arts it's almost always in competition I'm really watching someone just train but that being said, there's millions of people still practicing it. You can't, you know, deny that that's not happening. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, when parkour hopefully can get to that same level of like. It well, and is... it's like what's interesting is like, all right, with martial arts, like you look at the UFC, it's like that that guy, you know, whoever who, who's like DC is a heavyweight champion DC, right yeah. now. Is he actually the man that could kill like any person in front of him on the planet? Oh, on any yeah. given day, maybe, That's, but maybe not. Like it's he's definitely in the one percent. You yeah. know, he's definitely in the top one percent, probably one percent of one percent. But just like even with that sport, there might be some savage out there that would actually beat him in yeah. a street fight or even in the octagon. Yeah, you know, because just because you always get people that maybe and that's the other thing that's so fascinating about competition is like people some people shine under the lights some people shy away from the lights yeah you know some people are like epic in the in the jams or in the gym or just training and they might make the best video content but they do not they do not jive well with the competition setting and they never really like dom tomato is a good example he is a really more influential like he's exponentially more influential and like 
I think he shines the brightest when yeah. he's not in competition and he does well in competitions, yeah, yep, but like yep. he doesn't do as like, you know, well as you would rank them. And again, like, it's not about that. Who gives a fuck who's the best and stuff, but yeah, 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 it's yeah. just like, if you were to to see, if you see who he's up against in competition, you know that he's capable of taking gold, but he just doesn't, doesn't always like seem to, yep. to shine in the competition shedding, setting as much. Yeah. Callum he, did it this year. Callum, Callum, another one. Yeah. Only got nine at a, was it nine out of 16? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I was like, Callum does crazy, crazy absolutely stuff all the time. Insane. Like absolutely yeah. monster. I'm surprised he didn't make it, but it's a very, it's also very specific. Those, those challenges while super varied oh, yeah. or it's a very specific setting you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then what Robbie, Robbie got what 16 out of 16 and then couldn't compete. Right. Was it Robbie that did that? Griffith. Yeah. Probably. Someone. Yeah. yeah He's someone. insanely good. Yeah. That kid has like one of the most phenomenal talents I've ever like. Yeah. There's like like whispers still like, whoosh, like of his like legend is already begun. Yeah. Like he's still he's only 16, and there's already like a whisper of like the legend of Robbie. 16. Is he 16? And so it goes. Than, I don't know. Maybe he's more a than double older. that fucker. He's age. probably a little older, but not. He's only 17 if he's older. Jeez. Good for him. I wish <laughs> I'd started that young. It'd be so nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I when did like you start? Athlete, 25. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I thought I was an athlete coming in, and then I was fucking terrible at parkour. I was I twenty-one. I was yeah. twenty-one, and so I still like feel the same way, but not to that same extent. Yeah, and you've got like a back thing going on right now. You said, yeah, I had I had ultimate frisbee practice this weekend, and uh, just did, I think I did sprint Saturday, and then didn't rest long enough before waking up Sunday and trying to do it again, and my back tightened up, and I haven't. Of course, I don't rest it. So I'm like, Who I wake has up time? I'm like, Ugh, it's a little tight. I'll stretch it. Feels a little bit better. Let's go jump on shit. Fuck. Stop doing that for like four days. <laughs> and I got a competition this weekend, so I really should be chilling. We'll see what happens. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. I don't want I don't want to. It's funny. It's like doing back th- problems. It's such an old man thing to have. Yeah, no, I know. That's my like first I'm, issue with them. So yeah, my mine too. Basically this last like year and a half, I've been, I was, I've been just, I feel like I've been actually becoming way stronger but it's only because i've realized that i was for one reason or another like i i don't really know the formula of it part of it has to do with the the impact i'm sure and like the the heavy training i did over the last you know eight years and then part of it has to do with not being able to do more of that and kind of having to like um work more and like you know and from invariably i'm like either even in this podcast i'm sitting down and like not being as active in some scenarios when i you know, working, know working skills, like yeah. if you can, if you are able to, you know, make athletics, your, your primary source of income, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, oh, that's yeah. awesome Shout because there's actually, like, there's, there's an exponential return there because now you can continue focusing more energy into that. Whereas like I was burning the candle at both ends a little bit, having to like try to be as much of an athlete as possible, but also I have to pay bills and pay, put food in my mouth yeah. and stuff like this. And yeah, yeah. you know, it wasn't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm bitching out, you know, about this or like complaining about it. Cause like, these are the choices I made. I could have lived in a van like Max, or I could have done something different she lived in a van, and like, bro. maybe it would have been easier to maintain a certain level of athleticism. Yeah. Um, but it's been really good for me to take some time off. I feel like I've come into a new era now where I've actually organized my spine better than it's ever been. Like since I was a little kid. Nice. Like I've actually organized my joints, my spine. I feel like sort of my own osteopath. Like I actually feel my own joints now better than You're ever. You're just making stuff up. I'm making stuff up now. Yeah. yeah. That's a real word. <laughs> Learned it from Philly D. Yeah. Yeah. I had to look it up when he told me about it. 
Um, but basically it's a, someone who studies like how they're like, a, they might be a physical therapist and stuff, but they but help. Bones? They help. They, yeah. They study the, the tissues and the bones, how they interact with each other and the, like the muscles, like it's a more complete scope. So I don't know, so for whatever reason, uh, and you never, you never, you never want to stray from what Billy D's doing. No, Billy, I mean, he's talking about somebody who has like us. great posture, understanding of his body. He might not be able like, I don't feel like I could relay my understanding of what my joints are doing now to people very easily. I don't know how I could explain it to you other than the fact that I just feel like I understand the way my body's working better now yeah. than ever. And <laughs> I was hypermobile and still am a little bit. And that's what I'm kind of like, that's my last little like stitch I'm trying to close yeah. is like, I'm hypermobile still on my left side. And like, because I'm like trying to close that gap, it's like this really weird feeling where it's like, I actually feel better than ever. Cause I'm more aligned now. And I'm like trying to like get the tissues around the joints, like solidified, but they're really weak because they have been hypermobile for so long. Yeah. So like, it's like this really like kind of vulnerable zone. Do you, so do you, I mean, hypermobility can go so many different ways. Do you, are you trying to strengthen your left side? Or are you trying to mobilize your right side? You do a little bit of both. both meet both, up in the middle. Both. Okay. I'm trying to just get more balanced on both sides, but I yeah. just noticed I had like sort of a stiff, strong side and sort of a weak, but very flexible side, like <laughs> very mobile side. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just live in, hey, I'm a, Dude, one toe and one side. Yeah, I'm like a yeah. fucking half moon, baby. That's most. I mean, that's if you play team sports, almost every team sport's going to make you super asymmetrical. Yeah, because you're doing something with one hand and not with the other. Mm. Baseball, you're catching and then throwing, so your right shoulder is getting yeah. a ton of workout. Basketball, shooting from one side. Ultimate frisbee, throwing from one side. Yeah, you know, football could go kind of. I guess is the but you're getting your ass kicked, so that's that's <laughs> your downfall there. You're getting well, the shit. And beat I don't out know how much this had to do with it, but I did have a concussion three times in my life. And um, the most recent one was one of maybe the one that was most severe. And it was like, and I don't know, again, this is just speculative, but I was on the right side of my head that I hit. And I don't know if that has something to do with like, like I felt like I kind of had a atrophy or some like nerve, just like the signals in my nerves on my left side were not as vibrant. And like, and like you said though, I'm right-handed. So of course they're not going to feel as good as my right side, Yeah. but I've been really working on balancing things out and doing things on opposite legs and doing things with opposite hands. Feels good, man. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, having that, having that balance is great. I learned that the second I got in the parkour was like, Oh, we're going to do things on both sides. And I was like, right side feels great. Left side can't even do it. Fuck. So that was definitely yeah. my first year or two. And twisting just, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm still bad at twisting, but I'm equally bad on both sides, so that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've definitely worked on, you know, running jumps, take off both legs. Mm. You know, swinging, swing left, swing right, you know. Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely a challenge, which, but it's a, it's a great low-level challenge that might have the most benefit for, like, everyone. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of athletes who kind of forget about that and there's still athletes who can't roll on both shoulders and you're like, all right, like you're going to have a preference, <laughs> but man, you got to be able to, that's a, that's a simple move that you should be able to do on both shoulders confidently. Yeah. Maybe not master both sides, but like that one's easy. J -j running jumps. Oh, I can't. That's my, that's my right leg takeoff. Right, like, yeah. It's like, like what? You well, and it's, it's, it's exponential returns. Like with, like we were saying, you start working on the other side, you become more balanced. So you have fewer injuries. Yep. You have like more ever the world opens up to you. You go to the fucking spot and it's like, ah, oh, I can't do the challenge. It's on the wrong leg. 
Yeah, guess what though? If you did, if you had both legs, you could do the yeah. challenge. And you're not going to lose yeah. your strength on one side proportional to the strength no, gain no, on the other. No, no you're going to be a top at both. Yeah, exactly. It's be You'll dope. be able to have more strength overall. It's like it's just way better to 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 just work that way. It's more discipline to to do it because yeah. you will struggle to break through on the other side for you know whatever amount of time. You'll probably never be as good. Bob Reese was one of the people that like. Really yeah, is a high propo- huge proponent of this. Like he twists both ways. He does everything both sides. Yeah. Um, shout out Bob Reese because he's just going through some, he had a fucked bail. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Jesus. And he knocked like some of his teeth out, I think. And like on, on something that for him is an afterthought, a double flyaway, which, you know, is yeah. a gnarly move. It's, yeah. it's like a double two, two flips over your head. If you it's don't know. Crazy. Yeah. It's like how common it's like, becoming, but still how, that's still a really difficult it's maybe move. The, it's maybe like the, the most accessible double flip in double flipping. Yeah. But it's also off of a bar. So like it's it's just awkward always. It's yeah. always going to be sketch slightly. Yeah. And uh, he he's just throwing it at the end of like a very long line and just kind of under rotated and bars, man. Again, get, get goes, but coming back to bars, Come like bars, to bars are the fucking gnarliest things you can do. Yeah. Like what Corbin had a really gnarly fall. Yep. This year on bars, Jeez. Um, we've we it's, it's the you know, that was better. my concussion was from a bar, bar line. Both of my concussions in parkour were from bar lines. I had one way back in uh, snowboarding. Jeez, I've clipped before <clears throat> on doing flyaways and going for flyaway regrab and extended early and just caught my feet and was like, oh, oh end over end. I caught well, luckily, but yeah, I mean bars are it's bars like playing are that with fire. Thing, yeah, it's just like. Some reason I've, I've seen so many people just like not they don't want to let go and then halfway through they do let go and then yeah it's, oh man and you're just in the air with rotational force which is i think that's what it is is you yeah. have this rotational energy about you you had this pivot point that you suddenly lost what do you do from there and you don't get that running jumping no you know so you have a lot more control when you're in those scenarios so yeah bars are rough and there's not a lot of bars outside that's I remember like two years ago being like, I don't know why gyms focus on bars so much. There's no bars outside. There's no bar. Yeah. Anytime you see a branch, it's too thick, too thin, too coarse. Yeah. Yeah. Or spiny or like branchy. Yeah. Branchy. It's too close to the ground or too high off the ground. There's no way to get to it. It's not pointed at anything interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's impossible. Like when you actually find a branch that's interesting to interact with, you're like, "Holy shit!" I, it would be There's- great if there was a gym that had bar- a bar system and every bar was like a slightly different height and a slightly different width. Oh yeah, you're just like, "Oh, this everything it's is like different." Like, yeah, that's or, a, like. Or think about this. Okay, ooh, I like when you plant a bunch of trees and you like prune them and like guide the branches to they like grow into like perfect like perpendicular bar formation. I have wanted a gym with a tree. <laughs> I so fucking badly don't know how to do it but a gym just with a single tree in the back that like is part of that'd be so what dope. it is you prune it so that there's there's branches but also you can climb it but also like what would it be probably <sighs> one of like a coniferous tree some of those coniferous trees with the right age they have like nice like kind of bar width yeah. branches that are like nice and sturdy yeah the thing is the tree's gonna go like maybe give it five four years I don't know how long it takes but then all of a sudden the branches are too big it's, yeah. Then what? Then you got to rip the tree out. Seems seems unfair. It seems like a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a big time <laughs> commitment, and uh, you got to make sure a tree can survive inside. Really, you got to have some kind of greenhouse effect, rocking to keep that tree uh, keep that tree going. No sunlight in there. Maybe it's an outdoor park. That's that would be dope too. I've always wanted to see like yeah you know maybe this is something Louisville 
I think we had permission from our landlords to to do some outdoor stuff. I don't know, but regardless, like that'd be dope. I'd like to see some some outdoor shit. Langley, right? Is Vancouver the park is Langley? That's, oh yeah, yeah. That's that another one's... one they can throw a tree in there, and that'd oh, be yeah, cool. Origins is open up another location. Do you know when that happens? That sh- I want to say it's happening relatively soon. Pretty soon, right? But it's going to be a smaller studio. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be like a big gym like there. Yeah, it's going to start a little satellite and yeah, then a little ground to a fucking it's it's another start. monster probably. Yeah. Dude, it's it's really cool. I feel like we're on the precipice of like just a new area, new era, new age. You know, the the fake stuff is still worrisome. It's great that we're all getting behind SPL in some way yep. or fashion and, and and behind Parkour Earth and these organizations are unifying. Yeah. But oh man, it just feels like we have a lot of momentum right now. Yeah. Daryl put out that video. Well, he didn't put it up. People are awesome put out Daryl's video. Yeah. And people didn't shit on it right away. That was like a huge even that step to me is like wow, it's Daryl doing really high-level stuff. And he's not, like, doing rooftop stuff, which is really what they should I think that's part of, the, shit part of the... Yeah, I think that played into the equation. Yeah. And we talked about it, actually, last episode, too. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, the idea that, all right, it's in gyms. Like, the whole video is in gyms, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he did I think it. He, I think that, he put any of his outdoor that, stuff. That yeah. particular edit was all Daryl in the There's gym. gym stuff. And so, like, that makes it way more palatable to, like, the, the untrained eye. Yeah. But not just... Not just because like they're not like oh look at this fucking asshole, it helps them like understand the movement because they're not they're not on the the roof. Yeah, like the roof is just is the distraction in one in a way. Yeah. Like I think Dante likened it to just like art, just like you'd have a blank canvas or like you you put art in a gallery that's just like white everywhere except for the art. So you can kind of be like, you know, and the yeah. gym is kind of like the canvas of just or like the the white background in a way. Yeah, it's like all right, look, this is just stuff for him to use. <laughs> yeah, and look at him go. Yeah. And people can relate to having been in a gym, maybe not seeing those obstacles, but like, oh, it's a big warehouse. Like you've been in, mm-hmm. you're sitting on the roof. People are like, that's like this. You could be standing up there. People are like, what's he doing on the roof? What's people he don't doing? belong on roofs. <laughs> roofs are for rain. And you're like, that, that's your immediate reaction. I'm like, you need to adventure more, but also sure. Okay. Like, yeah. I've seen people just, yeah, just on a roof, like a flat roof, just do something. People are like, whoa, he was on a roof. Like, that's crazy. It's like, it's not. He just... <laughs> It's just a, if there was a second story to that house, he'd be at the same height. In, yeah. in a, you know, he didn't do anything off the roof. He was just on a roof. Like people are weird. Yeah, they are. You got you got. That's the best. You just I love like irking people sometimes. Yeah. I like an just irk. Give them give them a poke. Yeah, a little. Like when someone's super fiery, pissed off when they come to kick me off a building. I like it in a way. I don't like it if I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't finish because I'm yeah. like, or, or, you know, if they're a dick about it, maybe I'll just finish or, or do the line yeah. anyways. Like, cause ultimately I'm comfortable with kind of pissing somebody off because I know that I'm always polite. If even, even if, even if I'm pissing them off, yeah, I almost always come at them with as much politeness as possible. Yeah. They're not mad at you as a person. They're mad at the scenario. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're losing it. They're just them. losing it. They're mad. And like they're, they're, they're unable to see the art of it so yeah. that's that's kind of unfortunate for them anyways exactly. I pity them like unless and I get angry that's exactly when they when they come out and they're like you could hurt yourself dumb man. my first thought is like you really don't understand what's happening <laughs> uh, who just got someone just kicked out of a, a public park was it Caleb from Florida I think just got kicked out of a public park he put a post up and the cops came and said you can do whatever you want flips in the grass whatever but you can't do it on cement you'll hurt yourself so like go train over there and he's like but I, I doing this jump that I just did in front of you I just proved to you I can do it so like what are you talking about 
Like if, <laughs> if, if you see me do it and I've done it and your worry is that I'm going to hurt myself, but I've already done it and proved to you that I can do it. Where is the, where is the logic there? And I, I was like, I just, I was really taking no logic. It's, not, it, it's yeah, it's not, it's never about that for that person. It's, it's always about, it's always about their own problems almost. Ugh. Or, you know, or they just really take their job seriously. Sometimes people like, they're just like, you can't be here. And they're really polite. Like if they're really polite about it, but they're still kicking you out. Oh, then yeah. Then, then, you can, then, you then it's go. like usually not a personal thing. Yeah. I mean, I got to go anyways. Right. Usually. Yeah, and sometimes that's true. And even with the polite people, I might just wait till they go around the corner and then just go. Yeah. Just because like, again, for me, <clears throat> I'm just going to bend some rules sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, I'm standing up for what I believe in, I guess, in some ways. I don't want to make it sound self-righteous, but it's just like, I just don't think that they're right. So I'm not going to like yeah. adhere to, you know. Especially most of the time it's a made up rule. Like if they own the building, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, if it's it just, could give me get on my face. Yeah, yeah people like walking by. Like, if it's someone's house, cops. that's like, that's a, that's a, that's an occasion where I definitely won't, you know, it's rare that I'll even want to train there, but. Yeah, yeah. But like it's uh, polite or an impolite, like if someone kicks me out, I'm not going to like continue trespassing basically yeah if it's uh but like a public space you gotta make like, the call you gotta make the call yeah but it's like it's art man we're street artists bitch you should say that next call time. me banksy bitch <laughs> oh that'd be great <laughs> yeah uh yeah what else are you doing you doing you doing the gym thing doing you're, the gym thing you're doing i'm currently working for a lawyer talent agency talent agency yeah man i'm looking for representation Oh, give me I've done done you're signed you heard it here folks you are signed I'm my now friend. a signed talent I told Brian Prince if he needs an agent that doesn't know what he's doing in terms of video, uh, <laughs> film I would gladly be his agent yes um, yeah it's a video game agency so it, I work with esport players um, mostly in Overwatch um, basically reading their contracts signing new talent making sure they're not getting screwed over um, nice. And my friend is a lawyer who I went to college with him, worked with him after college at a burrito joint. That's where he started. Um, and he became a lawyer in, in the video game scope and then became the video, the video game attorney. He kind of got like this moniker online and opened his own agency and then was like, Hey, you play a bunch of video games and are nerdy. Do you want to come work for me? I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. So now I'm a talent agent. And if you're good at video games, give me a shout and I will possibly get you signed to the agency and it's free for you unless you start making money. That's that being dope. said, we only sign people who we think are going to make us money. Yeah. So you're just tight. Sit at home playing fucking Call See, of Duty. That's, I find this fascinating because I was just actually, I actually mentioned this the other day again with Dante. He's a nerd. He's enough for video games. And he, like, he could be in the Smash Bros. scope, dude. He, oh he should God. be playing. And I, I do mean it. I think we all, everyone's a fucking nerd. If you're not a nerd, you have no fucking personality because what, yeah, what you, you don't that. care about something if you're not a nerd about something. Yeah. What the fuck are you? Yeah. You, yeah, fucking you, should, be nerding, you should be nerding out about should, something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Grem, what, what is it like that you think draw, like, cause there's lots of money in that somehow. Like oh, people are getting paid fucking out the ass probably, you know, there's talent agents. So the big or, contract is like, so the I, new contract is $300,000 for a season. And this is season two, so like that's like basically double what the big contract was last season. Oh my god! So like, there's big numbers the out there. Esports are huge, and it's like yeah. that blows me away a little bit. I guess it's just the way that the culture is formed. Like, what do you attribute it to that climbers can 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 be epic levels of climber? Like Alex Honnold still for a long time though was living out of his van. I don't know if that was because he was struggling or if that was just a personal choice. Yeah. But surely, 
It's a little of both. Probably. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like widely regarded as the, one of the greatest of all time. Yep. Whereas. Name, it, name an esport player. I can't that's name a, an esport player. Well, actually, yes, I could. Mong, Mango. Mango. I, I can like, yeah, name you Mango. Just Dante, you I, know can, Mango. I, know, I know a couple of uh, Armada is oh, like another go. one from. I know some Smash Bros. guys. There you go. Um, I might have known like one dude who played Call of Duty. I guess. I probably. Wouldn't I guess even like know the that YouTuber guy, guy Pew- PewDiePie. He. I don't know if he's a esport he's, gamer though. He's, he's just not. a commentator. He's, yeah, he's he a, just play, Okay. What about uh? So like I used know, to play StarCraft back in the day. I don't know if that's like a oh, still thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's mostly Korean, so we don't rep a lot yeah. of those guys. But do you know like Ninja? I've heard of him, yeah. So Ninja plays like what's he's, that, Fortnite. Fortnite. And he's like the new in-between star where he got started streaming. He started 10 years ago or, you know, before it was really popular. And now he's making over 500 grand a month. Whoa. With people just signing up, like subbing. And is that all his, Twitch stream revenue or is that? It's almost all Twitch stream revenue, okay. but he also gets his sponsorships out the ass and he's, mm. yeah. I should he's, get on Twitch probably, right? You should Podcasting get on is on Twitch now or no? Yeah, you can do. I mean, there's a, there's everything. So, I guess we're not streaming yet, so we have to wait till we get to the it stream is a streaming level. thing. It is a live yeah. thing. Yeah, you don't put like videos on there. Okay. I mean, they, you'll, you'll make video, like you'll do a live stream and then you could put it on as a video. Yeah, yeah. But it has to be, you know, generated yeah. from Twitch. Um, but that is like the next level. That's something I talked to SPL about was doing a Twitch stream because mm. it's a super easy platform to hop on and they have IRL. So in real life and you just do whatever. So there's people who have an entire streams of them just making their cosplay costume. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, here's how I do it. Oh, I'm going to be Pikachu this year. So here's how I make my Pikachu costume. A little <laughs> yellow. Okay. Throw a little bit of Get a um, nice zigzaggy tail going on there here. There you go. And then a Pikachu. And then you practice your Pikas. Your Pika. different intonations of Pika. Exactly. There's so many ways to say Pika. it. Pika. Um, but yeah, so those there's there's a lot of money in that. One, because I think it's more relatable because climbing at an elite level, I think, seems out of everyone's grasp. Mm, when you, if yeah. you're a climber, yeah, even some like well-known popular climbers at, are looking like, oh, at the elite level, you have to. It's it's unbelievable. But everyone playing video games thinks they can play professionally. Yeah, yeah. It even is though ridiculous. It's, it's, it's arguably as difficult. Oh, absolutely. To like. And it requires just as much pedigree and li- and like it requires you to start at a certain age yep. and be working at it for your entire life. Still. Exactly. And just, it's ridiculous. But everyone thinks they can, which is both great and terrible because it shatters people's dreams when they don't get to that level. But also everyone like, you know, people watching it, the international, which is a Dota competition as well as a parkour competition. Hey. But the international just had a twenty seven million dollar prize pool. And that's it starts at ten million. And then you buy items in the game and all that money go, well, most of that money goes towards <laughs> feeding the the prize pool. Mm. So $27 million for one, one competition. That's the biggest competition. That's the most. But like... What, League of Legends, is that hot shit? League of Legends is huge. My brother played that for a long time. You make time. way more money playing does. that in contracts because mm. the prizes aren't as big, but there's more in contracts. Overwatch is now the new big one in terms of money because... It's easy to one have sponsors. Toyota is like a sponsor, and they have like big named sponsors. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And then every computer, everyone needs a computer, so every computer company is hopping on board. So Corsair is a sponsor, and Intel is a sponsor. Oh and yeah, so well, on and so forth. yeah. There's so much money in electronics; it would make sense. Yeah. that there's big money in this, yeah. and the gaming industry is bigger than. Is it bigger than oh. anything? Is it oh, bigger absolutely. than movies? Is it bigger than porn? Is it bigger than like it's all not this as shit? Big as, it's probably not as big as. It's more accessible than both porn and movies, probably. But it's probably not as big money-making because there's tons of free ways to play. Mm. Like, I yeah. play free video games all the time. Dota is free to play. Go play Dota yeah, right now. Yeah. Download Steam, free. That's the Download future. Dota, free. Yeah, yeah. Go start making $27 million. 
That's a big jump. It's a big <laughs> jump, but it's, it's a big there. jump. But it's there. Is there like it. and do most most gamers like Ninja? Would he does he specialize in like a game, a type of game, or is he like? Are there any people that hybrid, go across like different completely? Is that like oh, a yeah. thing that people can do? Or like, holy shit, he's playing this now, and he's. You know? So that's so Ninja started as a streamer that was playing a bunch of different things, and then people were like play Fortnite. You gotta play Fortnite again. Another free to play game. Mm. Download it. Cool. You're playing Fortnite now. You're that good. Go be a professional. I think that's a, a staple of like just the era of the what we're moving into. Yeah, everything should be is going to be free. Yeah, like, like Overwatch, you pay thirty bucks for, but you get all the content for free. Yeah, and then the way video like EA makes games at sixty dollars, then there's a download oh, pay 60 more dollars to get this character who's better yeah. than everyone else the way of that is going away because mm. um, pay to win is just shitty but uh, Ninja was playing a bunch of different things picked up Fortnite was really good at it now he's a Fortnite player mm. uh, Shroud is another huge streamer he played um, Counter-Strike and then got into PUBG and now he's a huge PUBG guy and then there's dudes like Co Carnage who's a streamer who plays whatever comes out and Every new big game that comes out, they send to him a week early. Oh, wow. They say, stream it. We'll pay you to stream it. People get oh, to see it beforehand. Yeah, and then yeah. everyone's like, oh, Co really liked it. I'm going to buy it. Mm. So basically, yeah, it's, an it's free advertising. Yeah. Well. yeah, that's interesting, man. So he plays you know who, uh, hundreds of Demetrius games. Demetrius Johnson is? Yeah. Mighty Mouse. Do you know, that, he's as, big, do you know he's, him as a streamer or do you know I him do, as a I, UFC I know champion? Him, or yeah, both? I know him as UFC, but I know he streams. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know how Ninja Ninjas got into mainstream? No. He streamed with Drake. Oh, I heard people, about this. People yes. lost their shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is people, Drake a streamer? Or is that no, just something he did once? He, he plays games, oh, played yeah. Fortnite, hit up. He, apparently, the story is he hit up uh, Ninja on like Instagram or something. And then he paid. I think I've seen the viral clip where he's like, if you win the game, I'll give you fucking yep. $100,000. Something some like shit that. Ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And then they win. And then, and then Ninja carries them to the win. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit, they won. And I think Twitch broke that day. Oh, my God. So many people were like, Drake is doing this thing with a video game guy. I know Drake and video games, and they just hopped on, and the fucking everything went down. And yes, yeah, that's great though. It's a great crossover. And now, Ninja plays with all sorts of famous people all the time. Wow, like just like people yeah. who didn't you didn't know were nerds, athletes, music stars. He's are like, like the Bear Grylls of video games. He's like the, that's great. I love that. <laughs> right? He's teaching he you how to takes, survive. Right? Yeah. He's teaching you how to game. He holds your hand and he is, walks is that you what through happens? Or are they all like these celebrities? They all like gamers in their own right oh they're all gamers in their own right but they're not his level yeah yeah so I mean he's mostly carrying them through stuff but like right. there was another one oh uh I think Dude Perfect I've heard is, of the, these yeah, the YouTubers like, yeah yeah they're YouTubers they do like trick shots and stuff trio of like four or five days maybe they hopped or, on with Ninja and he's like I'll be honest never played this game in my life uh-huh. and Ninja carries him to the win <laughs> and that, that one had a million you know immediately a million plus views like the next day i saw it online like ninja plays with these guys i'm like oh i've heard of those guys a million views it's been out for 23 hours and i'm like holy shit like that's that's the cross platform is everyone plays video games so everyone can relate yeah and it, you how do you do it you download it and you, you're doing it everyone has a computer like go play basketball well i need someone to play with i need a basketball i need a yeah. hoop go play this video game i click the button it's there yeah now i'm doing it <laughs> I, I remember back then, my, the last games I've played have been with you pretty much, actually. Yeah. Like all the last games I used to play. Skyrim. Skyrim. Diablo 3, which is, let's be honest, a disappointment. It was disappointing. They Diablo 2 was my shit back I, in the day. Everyone loves Diablo 2. Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction, the oh. expansion pack, baby. What up? Oof, so good. And then StarCraft was before I met you, but I used to do that. Yeah. But like, yeah, Skyrim and, and, the, and Diablo. And I love Diablo because of the, the way it is, like the way it's set up. 
Oh yeah, you can you can tell by the way it is that it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone can pick it up and figure it out. The game walks you through yeah. in easy mode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is how you kill people. And Skyrim is oh. like less interactive, I guess. Like you wouldn't. There's. Could you stream? I guess you could. I don't know. People like, stream, but Skyrim, it's not like a big uh, event like that. No, yeah, UFC no. games not like that either. I'm sure, but maybe it could be. Um, it I has like because be, it's that player potential. versus player. The competition yeah. is there. Again, yeah. it's individual sport versus competition sport. Who, how, how does that like sway and get decided? Like, is it because Ninja starts playing a game and then poof? Or is it just because the games are that like this game is just that really good? Usually that's what dictates it's, yeah, where it's the attention the goes. Of the game mm-hmm. and and the fad at the time. So right now the fad is battle arena. So oh, okay. um, um, base battle royale game. So it's PUBG was huge, and then Fortnite came out, and that's huge, and that's like the new one. Before yeah. that, it was um, so Overwatch was okay. like the new big game, like you know first person shooters, Counter Strike, Overwatch. Barack. And then it's always like, you know, jump to the fad game. And now once those two came out, so Fortnite and PUBG came out, there's a million other ones that people are trying to clone. Uh, and it's like, are they going to be big? Nope, they're not done as well. Are they going to be big? Nope. Not. And that's saw Call of Duty is a battle royale game. Yeah. And Battlefield 5 is a battle royale game. And they're like ditching entirely their old way of doing things. Mm. And now it's all battle royale. hundred people drop on an island, kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah one life, one game. Battle so, royale, baby. But it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, I always. stream, right? I was streaming for a while. I haven't streamed in about two years, but I want to get back on it. I'm kind of waiting to my housing situation to get better because right now my computer's in my living room. So when I stream, it's like, there's the rest of my house. I would like... My, hey man, my ex girlfriend. What are we doing here? Yeah, my ex girlfriend hey, sitting at home watching TV. Least, like, oh, you're streaming. I'll not be in the frame the whole time, just like watching TV. No, I have a good setup, luckily, where I can get this corner and and hopefully go, like yeah. not be. Uh, but you know, we're gonna upgrade. I'm like I told you beforehand. I'm looking to get you gotta get a video upgrade. games console. What do I get? PC. 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 Build fuck, a PC. Fuck, fuck the Xbox PlayStation 4 life. It it's, can suck it. it. It's not as good as, as a PC. You can build a PC for 1200 bucks, have it be just as powerful as those things, and have infinitely more games. Mm. And not be you know tied to paying 60 bucks every time you want a game. Is that what happens? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because all these, these PC games are virtually free. Exactly. Steam has And then these, these, these games. PC games, or PC, PCs for gaming, gaming yeah. PCs, I should say. Yeah. All... Uh, Gaming is often like what dictates like the 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 tip of the like what they they use the highest like graphics cards and like memory and stuff like this or is that is it just the graphics like it's just if graphics. I build a okay so if I build a PC it's not necessarily going to be great for editing podcast videos it could be both it could be both but you know if you're making it yes but if you, I built it for gaming it's not going to do that I'd have to incorporate exactly. okay so okay. yeah so for gaming you want a high end GPU mm-hmm. video card. And for computing, editing, you want a high-end CPU. Okay. Now your computer could have both, but if your most gaming, C, you know, CPUs can be middle middle road. Because I'm thinking about getting something more powerful. Um, now that we've added video to the podcast, this yeah. this, this beauty, this little guy, this yeah, this. She, 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 I mean, she's doing everything she's ever been asked to. Yeah. She's a beaut. She's been around for almost yeah. five and a half years now. Apple is the Domino's of pizza. <laughs> Like it's it's consistently the mediocre. Dominoes of, of, oh, sorry, yeah, the Domino's of yeah, computers. <laughs> the Domino's is the Domino's of pizza. Domino's is Domino's of pizza. <laughs> Apple is the yeah the Domino's. It's consistently like middle of the road. This thing will do everything. It will do nothing fantastically. Mm. If you want to get into specialization, that's when you go and you build yourself a PC. Yeah, yeah. You can't really build yourself a Mac, and that's the only reason. They're middle they're of the road. Pop, they're, they're their big thing is the user interface and, exactly. and the creative. You're like, paying. You're paying for a simple machine that does yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. A jack of all trades. Jack. What up, Jill? I'm going to call her Jill. You can call her Jill. A Jill of all are trades. Computers, that's Males or females? Like cars or female? What are computers? Cars are generally females. Computers are... They are, go both ways? You know, they're... 
I will say this. They're usually female. Computadora. It's female. It's female. It's also usually baby. Like I built this baby. Oh, look at this. Oh, they're, they're infants. It's, they're infants. They're always oh, young. Okay. This is are... always, they're always <laughs> building a new, like that's true. You build one a year later. It's out of date. Get rid of yeah. it. Just like a child. Yeah. They only Get live like their, their, their shelf life is only like three years tops. Right. Oh yeah. So but that's they the can only, they, can, they never is, get out of infant. You replace time. the parts. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I've replaced almost every part in my PC. It's technically a brand new computer, but that took seven years. How many did you help for some of this stuff? Done. Give me the word. That's another, I actually thought about opening a business, just building oh, yeah. computers are fun. Like you buy all the parts <laughs> and I'll come for a small fee and just help you put it together, teach you about how to run a BIOS, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff and updating. And then boom, you have your own computer and I taught you how to do it. You'll never have to come back. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's, that's that fisherman hustle. That's that hustle. <laughs> <laughs> teach a man to fish. Teach a man to fish. Teach a man to compute build. Comp, comp build. Oh, damn, I'm Com- compute build. I like compute build. <laughs> Help you build. And then what's your final gig? Oh, no, no, that was the final gig. We, That's are, the final we went one. through S- all your, your shit. Yeah. So you got, SPL. You're crushing it, dude. You're just a man I, of I many gotta, child, many talents. I I am trying to be the dominoes of people. <laughs> the dominoes of people. <laughs> I'm trying to be consistently. Yeah, you got to order that extra sauce with you then. Oh, yeah. That's how you get the fresh dominoes. That's how you get the little. That's what I've heard. Fresh moths on there. Damn, son. I think we might have just crushed out a fucking dope episode. Um, what time, see what time is it? What time do you have to get out of here? What time is it? Twelve seventeen. I got an hour. Oh, you got an hour. We, right. can, we you want to keep going? We keep going. You want to? You want to? Let's go. Let's 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 get one more little. Uh, let's finish on a uh, a banger if we can here. Ooh, okay. I don't know what the banger is going to be, but we'll you're know but it. you're the you're the creative mind. You. I mean, you came up with two new games. We got we got today. we got we got Rice Blast and Bucket Slam. Bucket Slam. That was it. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. There's just got to be something funny. I think we could. We could. Uh, we've had so many stories over the years. We have. We've, we've, a, we've had so a many storied history. We've had a storied history. In fact, if if I'm not mistaken, the very first time we met each other is a story in and of itself. I don't remember exactly, but I when think did, it was like at Michael Merrill's. Oh, it was at Michael Merrill's birthday, birthday party, right? Was that the first time we chilled together? That was the first time we definitely hung out. I think maybe we, maybe we crossed paths in the gym, but actually probably. even introduced ourselves was at this party. Yeah. I think. And we just hit it right the fuck off. Yeah, we I moved in like. together like not long after <laughs> yeah. that. that was yeah, we went we to the went chateau the, like the instantly. Chateau. Oh yeah, dude, chateau. Shout out the fucking chateau. I, I gotta stop chateau. shouting things out. I've been shouting them out way too Sh- much lately. Well, you can shout at the chateau because you gotta shout out the chateau. Twenty two, twenty three South Walnut Road South or some shit like yeah. this in Boulder, if I'm not mistaken. Number two, right? Number two. I think it was number two. Right there. It was like this weird like castle house you go in the door as Three, soon as you go in the landing area it's like you're you're on half level you're not on an actual floor you know yeah, yeah. Like go up to the kitchen or go down to the basement yep and then you go to the kitchen and then there's a living room kitchen dining room and then that's where you lived for a little while the yep. dining room that dining room nice little sheet nice little sheet beautiful sheet the, room yeah yeah love that always and then you had some <laughs> your girls over and stuff i just like hear a little <laughs> There's <laughs> <laughs> no privacy. None, None needed. None needed. Um, not at the chateau. Then, then We're all family. Yeah, and then there was like there was a bathroom on the main floor. The chateau was one of the coolest places I've ever lived. Oh, it was almost definitely the coolest place. It was I've ever so lived. dope. Then Three you wound floors. up the stairs. There was another weird landing area. Yeah, like a li- yeah. 
And then it was open stair. It was like it was open, just open stairwell. So you could shout at someone in the kitchen, "Hey, yeah, get my fucking eggs!" And then you go up further. And then <laughs> Henderson Valley, Henderson <laughs> Valley eggs. You're, You're gonna, gonna love our eggs. Shout There's out. no even explanation for that. <laughs> no. um, you know it or you don't. That's yeah, the way that goes. Know. Yeah, if you don't know, too bad. And then. Um, yeah, and then there was our bedrooms up there. There's the two master bedrooms, another yeah. bathroom, and another like smaller bedroom. Yeah. And uh dude, we had so many people come through that was like that was the spot that for was a hot the hot spot. I think we had fourteen people living there. We like, had Amos in the basement. We had we had French girl in the basement, like a, this random French, French girl, foreign Alex. student. Alex Banks. Alex Banks. Alex Banks, which not her I, name. that's not her name. Her name is <laughs> Caroline Caroline or something, like very French. Very and if you she didn't say it right, she got thick mad. Accent. Yeah. yeah. She got so mad that's why we had to stop calling. We're like, all right, we can't say your name. Stop, stop it. So we're calling you. We I think I named her. I think, I think she picked Alex and I picked Banks. Yeah, there we go. I, yeah. I think she picked Alex, but I think, yeah, the last name was given to her. Yeah. Alex Banks. That was in honor of uh, the Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, the Banks? Yeah. The Banks. Those Banks. Family you all grew up with. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Shout out Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, what was the, wasn't one of the people just like, that was the dude that was, oh no, that was the Cosby Show guy that was just like seen at Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah, he was but working it. I've seen it here nor there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. We, we pulled an all-nighter the first time we met. Yeah, so. We pulled an all-nighter. We partied, we, we, we partied at Michael's apartment. We had slip and slide. We'd slip and slide. Uh, then we did some beer pong inside for a while. I left to go have sex with someone. <laughs> I came back. Um, I came back to the party. Everyone was playing beer pong inside. Then I think we went to the hookah house. Then I think we came back and partied some more. And by that point, it was like four in the morning. We started hearing the... We were all like, all right, we got to chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We're like... All right, all right, we'll just kick it. We're done. Yeah, we like, and, then, and then someone was like, it was those <laughs> chicks that were, uh, that my, it was like Michael's cousin and like her friend. And mm. they were like, like five o'clock in the morning, like, you know what? No, round two, <laughs> let's go watch the sunrise. And yep. I was like, all right. And, and everyone then, was just on board. And we went and watched the sunrise naked on uh, Lookout over Flag, there. Yeah, Flagstaff Mountain. Flagstaff. And then we went to breakfast and those chicks got naked again. Yep. At, uh, at the buff. The buff. They ate in the That's, buff. They there. ate in the buff. They, yeah, that was fun. And then we, uh, I feel like we called it at that point. I think we called it then. I think we called it at I that point. I but finally... that, was, that was a hell of a, that was a 16-hour party. 16-hour party. First time meeting most of us, first time meeting Amos, like partying with Amos and Ryan. I think they both were there for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was legendary. Yeah. See? And just, just, damn, dude. Yeah. That set up the whole Chateau life for a little while. Yeah. We had Amos and Ryan lived there for a little while. Erica lived there for a little Erica. while. I think Lance lived there for a Lance little while. Lance lived on the couch. Definitely you were on the couch. Like we had like two random Craigslist dudes go through there. That dude Brian. Yes, Brian. Brian was there. Uh, I had a family of raccoons living on my balcony back then. Erica's friend lived there. She hated us. Oh, the Southern girl, the, the southern blonde girl. girl. What was her name? I don't remember. Dude, she did hate us. Except secretly, she had a crush on us. That's why she hated yeah, us. She definitely <laughs> secretly. I feel I was too annoy her, but I would I would try and take. I think her. she actually hated you. She might have had a crush on me. That you know what? <laughs> she might have actually hated you. That actually said. Well, I. I <laughs> but she was only a, because she was a like, bitch at first. So I because just was, you put her. Yeah, you. You're just you were just too New York for her. Uh, she too couldn't New handle. York. She couldn't handle it. Yeah, she was. She was like. She just moved in. It was like this. She's you know, little, she was a little entitled. This is how she's I a do bit entitled. She's Very entitled, and I don't deal with that well. She's a bit of a daddy's like girl. A bit of yeah. you know, in in the way that daddy you know probably. Paid for one too many things for her. Yeah. And she just kind of felt like the world owed her something. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. 
And she hated, I always get her to laugh when she was mad at me and she hated that even more. She was a sweetheart ultimately. But oh, I I'm yeah. not in the right here. Yeah, yeah I'm no, no, very no. rarely am yeah, I in no, the right. You're never in the right. Never in the right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was she was entitled, and I made it worse. Definitely, <sighs> what I was good at, I instigated. Good what would time. I say? I would say something. Maybe you'll remember this. First, you get the blank, and then I and I'd start tickling her, and then and then you get the tickles, and she would be like, she would laugh and be so mad that she was laughing because like, I would make her smile, and she hated me. But uh, I just remember like doing I, whenever she would yell, she'd have this frown on, and I would just say so. I'd, I'd like I'd say the first line, whatever it was, and she'd immediately be like "fuck you" and walk away because <laughs> she knew the next line was me giving dude. her some tickles. Ah, man, what a fucking legendary time! Yeah, hell yeah, Multiple that wasn't lines. exactly the banger, but it, it was a banger for me. It was you know it was what? a banger for me just living through it again. If you ever were at the chateau partying, then you know. And if you were never at the chateau partying, go to NAPC next year. And we'll throw a banger just like yeah, it. Yeah. That really, that's what it reminded me of. Really? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's what the vibes are. That was the that's the human vibe. That's the core, man. That's, just to bring that's things full circle. Yeah. You don't need to get naked and party with your friends. Yeah. If, if you don't anything, want to get naked, you don't have to get naked. That that was true. too. But as long as you're having a good time, it was the people who were on the side like, this is intense. Like, yes, but also try it for a little while. It's yeah, not yeah, for you, no, that's fine. That's the thing, it's like, yeah. Th- uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. a good important distinction to make is like don't do something that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't have to be doughy. And Doughy was naked the whole time with nothing but a fanny pack on to throw it back to the fanny hey, packs. He looked great. Hey, baby, we're getting in all And then you have Liam, he's Thor looking with a monster cock oh, walking yeah. around. That. I think that's what it was. Is you see Liam get naked and it's downhill from there. No one else getting naked is going to no be No one else like, is going to beat that. Good yeah. for Liam Hodge. Try out to Liam. Liam Hodge. Hey, shout out to Liam Hodge with his, his dong with his Mjolnir dick. <laughs> What's a Mjolnir dick? That's his big Mjolnir's the hammer. Oh, okay. Thor's hammer. Oh, Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. Mjolnir. That's the Thor's hammer. Okay, yeah. right. His giant hammer Just dick. Fucking hammer cock. Full um, of lightning magic. Yeah, it can be a little. It can be a little awkward, I guess, at a, yeah. a parkour party. It's going to be eighty-five percent dudes probably, and. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing is, it's, it's not a. It's, it's not it, sexual. It can't be sexual. It's not sexual. It became a lit at the end when people were like, "Oh, it's a that's the thing." To go to I bed. think actually that's the point I was about Ooh, to try to make them? is like, that's what you have to sort of. Tr- that's what you're trying to get past in some ways. It's yes. like realizing that nudity doesn't always like in, in ensue or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't it's necessarily not, they're lead mutually, to sexual. They're not mutually inclusive. Yeah. Sexuality, nudity. Yeah, those are um, different things. And that's when you, you can have some fun in that regard, just like whatever. Yeah, there was a ton of people there just just took their shirt off. Underwear, shirt. And felt like they were part. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were in their shorts show or pants or whatever. Still, yeah, just show a little, show show a little, little ankle, ankle skin. Show a little ankle show skin. A little Take ankle. a sock off. Take a sock off. Do wiggle whatever the, it is. Wiggle those toes. Just push yourself into that unknown a little bit. Yeah. You know, not everyone's going to get as far as uh, Doey. Yeah. Um, and it's not like Doey, like you're not naked, so Doey's going to come over and attack you and put his dick on you. Like, yeah. that's not the consequence of you joining the party and or not joining the party. It's like... Be comfortable with whatever you're doing, but really, you know, let loose. We had a we had some banging music. I give Davis some credit. He shout out to Davis. He was running the he was running the tunes, and there was a ton of great ones out there. Damn, son. Yeah. See, this reminds me, and like that 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 vibe, like that that that's what I re- re- was reminded at when I was at Burning Man too. Same thing. Yeah. Where it was like just everyone's good time, everyone's family, everyone's getting weird, and everyone just celebrates each other's weird weirdum. Good. You know, yeah, and uh, it's all harmless, and like people are kind of getting outside their comfort zone, but there's no judgment, it's really nice. Um, I don't yeah. know if you've ever been, I don't know that you would like be the type to be interested or uh, not. But. Yes, I feel like I would party well, but and I, you know, my camping and desert stuff, but it's the uh, the, the extremists that I feel like Burning Man kind of attracts. 
Yeah. Like those, like, oh, if you're not really like into the movement, <laughs> like, hold, you know, you know, kiss your forehead and go do it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. That, like, yeah, man, that's for you. That's your arena. You go for that. Yep. I'm more of a, you know, just play some banging. I'm not banging trying tunes. to sell anybody on it. I keep feel like I am, but I'm just. No, you. you I, get, like you I went in with time. the same. T- I went in with the same reservations, right. and I was very pleasantly surprised. Nice. I would say. Okay, good. Very pleasantly surprised with the the you know there is that there I'm sure but oh, like yeah. one I felt like way more open to just like not really caring about that like just like I put myself in a mind where I was like alright let's see what this person you know I'm yeah. kind of like that too much anyhow where I'm yeah. just like I'll let people just we ran into some dude on the way back called free food at this gas station he's like I'm free food and he was just flapping my ear off and I was just like I'm like kind of just too I'm like, oh yeah, what's free food got to say? Like, oh, free food. <laughs> That's fair. And then like the girls, I was riding back with like, Brandon, get the fuck back in the car. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I give people a little too much patience sometimes, but, but also it's a really, it's really not like that as much as you think. Okay. There's a lot of like, yeah. There's a recommendation a from of... you goes a long way. All right. Because we right. we've partied together, so we I know. Like, yeah, the, the style. When like. Just Ash, for instance, comes back and he's like, oh, it was amazing. I'm always like, yeah, but we party a little bit differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, you know, cool, awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, yeah. But, but yeah. we party similar, so. It's a, we party similar. Maybe something you have to check out. Hey, man. Check it out. All right. Check it out. All right, dude. I can't thank you enough for being on. You're fucking hilarious. You're one of my best homies. Oh, I Much missed this. Love. We should do this more. And uh, yeah, you should definitely come back on. It's an open invitation, open door always. I think this is a really fun one for the, for the listeners as well. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank we'll you. see you I all very soon. Don't know who you are, but I appreciate you. <laughs> wishing wishing you well on all your your four job adventures, and uh, one of these days I'll find hey, one. Um, and and where we can find you? Uh, yeah, Instagram Vinny Fiaco, Facebook Vinny Fiaco. Text me, boom. If you have my number, if you want it, let me know. Boom, hit me up. I get my all number right. out. Eat your Hennessy Valley eggs. Eat. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> love your eggs. <laughs> see you later. Later. <laughs>